No matter how big the platform, we all have the capability and wherewithal to make a meaningful and measurable difference in our society at large. And in this 24-7 news cycle, we can always use news intended to inspire and motivate us to do the most good. Lisa Tinsley is the program director for Kisa Public Radio, whose mission is to provide inspiring, objective, and thought-provoking journalism intended for all of us to take immediate and swift action to make positive contributions within our society. She joined me this week to discuss the platform in greater detail and the impact it's making across the web and beyond. I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. Absolutely, but Lisa, if you're ready, I'll welcome you to the program, and I'm excited to learn all about Kisa Public Radio. So great to see you this afternoon, and thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you, Kevin. I appreciate the opportunity. It's a blessing to be able to speak with you about Kisa, so I look forward to a, a great conversation with you. Absolutely. Now, I know that Kisa strives to provide inspirational journalism that calls all of us to take uh, a greater action in our uh, communities and the uh, places in which we live. So can you tell me uh, the thought the process behind uh, the creation of Kisa and why it exists? Yes, okay, well thank you for asking about about Kisa. So I am a, I call myself a news junkie. I listen to a lot of national public radio news and also I'm a member of the National Association of Black Journalists. And every day I watch news around, you know, from, from, like from cable news and also on local news channels. And I have, I just have a love for, of news. And so I figured like, okay, um, Regarding Black history, the only time we would hear stories about the African-American community was usually during Black History Month or after a police shooting. And I felt like there's a lot more to our community regarding African-Americans, and I wanted to be able to share these stories. So I, I started thinking about, well, how, how, how can I create a platform that will share stories of entrepreneurs who are African-American, but also health-related stories regarding health issues and health disparities within the African-American community and just a wide variety of topics. And so I said, okay, well, I would love to create a TV news network, but I don't have millions of dollars to be able to do this. 
And I said, well, let me see what I can do as far as creating a platform for journalism, but to tell our stories. And what I, what I also, in my research, figured out was that we have plenty of talk radio stations like Al Sharpton, Joe Madison, which is great. It's a you know, great platform. But I, I wanted to focus on audio journalism and just tell the stories where, where you know, we have an example of like Ferguson, Michigan. I'm, I'm sorry, Ferguson, Missouri, with Michael Brown and the shooting five years ago. Well, what, what happens to these cities after the police are, you know, go away and after the, the cameras go away? What happens to, to these communities? And so if you look for, fast forward five years, Although we lost Michael Brown, but now Ferguson now has an African-American female mayor and changes have, have occurred within that city. And so I created Kisa as a platform to be able to share these stories after the cameras are gone. And so it's, it's been a blessing to be able to work with talented audio journalists to be able to share these stories. And I'm very, very grateful for that opportunity. And I know that a part of the reason you created Kisa is because you believe that uh, we all have the potential to make an impactful difference. And the, the stories that are featured on the platform uh, try to inspire people to reach uh, their fullest potential. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, yes. So, of course, yeah, reaching the fullest potential is very important to me, but I, I want to be able to just share stories where we talk about um, where, where someone can tune in and take action based on stories that they've heard on Kisa. And so, going, like, say, 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 for example, the Flint, Michigan story, where the water was uh, contaminated, well, I want people from around the world to be able to hear these stories and just be able to um, learn more about environmental justice issues around the country and, and also know that, okay, hey, I learned on Kisa that X number of children were affected um, by, by this contamination, and, but also be able to make a change in their community and move forward wherever you know, things are happening regarding um, these problems around the country and, and around the world as well. And I know that it's vitally important to you, as you had mentioned before, to highlight the stories or positive stories of the African-American community as well, and specifically women. So can you tell me uh, how, how much of a, a sense of empowerment it gives you to highlight uh, African-American women specifically and then the African-American community? Yes, so it's very important to highlight women because we're making a lot of changes you know, around the country. Like yesterday, yeah, I, I heard a story about the number of senators in, in Congress where we've only had 1,300 senators throughout the history of, of Congress and only 10 have been Black. And out of that 10, we've only had two, Kamala Harris and Carolyn Mosley Braun. So I want to be able to share stories about local Congress, local people, local women around the country who are serving their communities, but also highlight the importance of women in STEM, science, technology, engineering, the health industries, the arts and culture, and, and, just, and just be able to share their stories because we are making an impact here, you know, in the, in the U.S. and around the world. So I want to be able to 
share those stories to work with our audience. And I'll also provide platforms for female audio journalists to be able to, to tell stories as well. Fantastic. As you know, I was recently a guest on Thesis. So yeah. I think you're doing great work with the platform. And I also want to know about a little bit of your personal story. I know that you have an inspirational story in yourself in overcome, overcoming obstacles. So I'm wondering if you may be able to share a little bit of that for me. Oh, yes. Yeah. So as far as overcoming obstacles, I've had to learn how to my own way. I, I grew up as an only child and I was, I'm just very determined to do things on my own. And, um, but I've had to learn as, I, as I've gotten older that it's okay to ask for help. And so I would say that's been like the biggest obstacle um, for me to overcome, just asking people for help regarding, you know, starting the, the station. Because when I started Kisa, I had no idea of how to create a radio show using the cloud and so uh, after some research of how to develop a radio station using the cloud i was able to just like okay just ask for help with people who are very tech savvy on how you know how do i do this and so i've been blessed to have wonderful team of people to help me with doing that and and it's very refreshing because i've learned the hard way unfortunately to just be able to get out of my own way and be able to ask for, for help. And also I say the, the, um, the strength of prayer has been very helpful because I, I, I could not have gotten this far with the radio station without prayer and, and asking God, God for guidance on how to move forward because it has been a, it's been a new area for me. And so with, asking God to bring people in my life will be able to help and contribute to the platform has been a blessing. So I really appreciate, appreciate that as well. Well, I always tell people, uh, they don't know you're out there, out there until you put yourself out there. Right. Exactly. So yes. I, com I commend you on the good work you're doing with the platform. Well, thank you. And also I, I'm a, I can be shy and just a private person. So I've had to learn how to embrace social media and use that to be able to build a platform and get the word out there as well. So that that has been another little obstacle for me, but I'm I'm working through it. So but it, it's it's been a little challenge sometimes. <laughs> well, I think uh, that's been one of the few uh, bright spots of the pandemic. I think we're all becoming more technically savvy, aren't we? Exactly. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Yes. So, so when people listen to uh, the platform on Kisa, what, what's the one or two things that you hope that they get out of the platform uh, after listening to the channel? Yeah, well, thank you for asking that because I, I have to give credit to Joe Madison, who's on Sirius XM Urban, Urban View, because he always asks his listeners after hearing his program, what are you going to do about it? And I created Kisa as a platform to be able to share stories that will hopefully enlighten listeners to make change in their communities. So, so if it's regarding the census or, or voting, that, that hopefully a listener will tune in and say, hey, I didn't know that voting for the, for the, for the police chief is, I'm sorry, voting for the mayor affects who we hire as a police chief or certain or, or judges, you know, within our communities. So I want, I want 
my, my main goal is just to be able to have people tune in and learn more about how they can affect, make change in their community in a positive way and just enlighten them about certain issues that are happening within the African-American community around the country. So, and as, as you know, the election in the States is almost a week away, a week uh, uh, from uh, tomorrow. Uh, so I'm curious to also get your thoughts on uh, how do you think this election will affect the African-American community? And secondarily, what do you think about the future of journalism, where it is today and where it may be going? Okay, yeah, so good question about the election because whoever wins, Biden or Trump, I believe that we as African-Americans have to be more vocal about our issues because a lot of times we hear on TV and also the, the debates about climate change or we hear about immigration or, um, or education. But, but, but actually when you dive down into that, climate change, many people feel that climate change could be rising sea levels in Miami or you know, smog in Los Angeles. But, but, but actually when you, when you dig deep into places like Mississippi, Louisiana, North Carolina, where there are farms that are near rivers that have like um, trash from these processing plants going into the river that leads to drinking water within these communities of color, well then that, that's a climate change environmental issue. And also with issues affecting farmers like rural um, African-American farmers, it's very important to be able to share these stories. Education with um, rural communities and also rural hospitals, which is another topic I'm very passionate about, but education with Wi-Fi and children in certain areas, particularly rural areas who do, who do not have reliable Wi-Fi, being able to access, you know, um, educate that like their school curriculum and, and being able to study effectively during this pandemic. So I feel that it's important that that, that, that whoever is elected or whoever assumes office on January twentieth will be able to listen to our issues and and just outside of, of what we hear on on TV on a regular basis. And the second question was, it was about- um, The future of journalism. Oh yeah, so the future of journalism. I, I follow this closely because unfortunately within journalism and when I talk with my peers and attend conferences, many companies are downsizing. And that has included where, where maybe in one town you might have, we'll say just as XYZ, uh, radio broadcasting or or XYZ Corporation. And, and that company may own the radio station, TV station, and newspaper in that city. So that limits the, the chance for a broad view of topics to be discussed within, within that city. And so hopefully, I, I encourage people to support their local journalism programs at, but in schools, but also news, local newspapers local radio stations like public media stations and also local um local newsletters i mean there's a lot happening that 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 you won't hear on the local on the nightly news or or your you know lo your local evening news and so i also want to highlight the importance of of um, the growth of podcasts because 
research is showing now that many people are tuning in to podcasts to be able to get their news. So I compliment you, Kevin, on what you're doing and, and also your, your programs because, you're, because you are reaching an audience that might not want to watch the news every night, but can, can tune in on their, you know, on their um, Spotify or Android or, or um, what's the other, uh, Alexa, and be able to hear news from people like you who are creating content to be able to share about certain stories. So, so I would say future journalism goes towards podcasting. Um, also, just support your local journalists. Um, and also, I believe because of, of the decreasing number of newspapers being printed, that many platforms will go toward a paid subscription plan, like the, the, the New York Times and Washington Post. So I believe there will be a trend in the coming years where more um, news outlets will go toward um, a paid subscription. And also with TV channels, like maybe CNN or MSNBC, creating their own like app to be able to watch live streaming of, of their news programming as well. So it, it's really exciting, but there are a lot of changes happening where hundreds of people will probably lose their jobs. But it also means that now we have the place to be able to create our own platforms like, like, like with your podcast and with Kisa, to be like journalists can now create their own uh, magazine online or newsletter to be able to share news, you know, about certain topics. So um, I, I, I believe that, that that there are some positive things ahead, you know, for journalists and journalism. And you've compelled me to ask this question in terms of uh, the education and the way we present journalistic education. So do you think journalism schools and programs have to sort of pivot the way that they offer their journalism uh, teaching to their students? I believe you do have to pivot because I believe in, in all areas um, that there should be some type of pivot. But I do believe in just the fundamental basics of journalism, like how to how to craft a, a news article with the who, why, where, how. That that's the five W's, absolutely. Yes, yes. So I, I believe I believe a journalism program should always start with the foundation, the basics of journalism, because that will never go away. No matter if you're creating a podcast, newsletter, your own TV show, those basics will always remain the same. But I would suggest that maybe offer more programming geared toward podcasting or or video production to be able to share these stories um, you know, to, to, to an audience because the audience is changing. Like I, I grew up with you know, 60 Minutes and the nightly news when it was just like ABC, CBS, and NBC. But now you have Vice TV doing news, you have Revolt TV doing news, BET, um, you know, outside of CNN, MSNBC, and Fox. Um, you have C-SPAN, but I believe you should pivot to be able to cater to variety of audiences and welcome so, to cable news right yes right mm -hmm. yes hey my final question for you lisa is I, I what do you like to do for fun i know getting to know you you had mentioned that you like to read and sort of absorb information so when you're not working on kisa what do you like to do for fun Okay, well, I love to do volunteer work. I am a big fan of Habitat for Humanity, where we build houses for individuals and families around the country. 
I'm very involved with Habitats, which is in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm proud supporter of them, but I, I love to volunteer. Um, helping people brings me joy. So I, I, it's really a blessing to be able to do that. Outside of volunteering, I love going to the beach. That's like my happy place to just walk and relax and just just um, just be in the presence of the ocean and just it's, it's beautiful to, to be able to go out there. And, and actually I don't live near the beach. So whenever I have a chance to go to a place that has a beach, I always try to go and, and do that. Um, spending time with my friends and family. My parents are awesome. I have a wonderful supportive family. So I am definitely family. And then I love watching documentaries on Netflix. And I would say that's really about it, but definitely volunteering. That, that is what just is like the highlight of my life. Well, there's nothing wrong with paying it forward, right? Right, yes. Mm -hmm. Hey, Lisa, it's been fabulous having a few minutes to speak with you this afternoon noon about the evolution of Kisa. It's been lovely getting to know you over the last couple of weeks, and I really want to thank you for your time and for appearing on the program this afternoon, okay? Well, thank you. I want to thank you as well for the opportunity. I'm very grateful to have met you and just very grateful for the opportunity. So thank you so much. You've been a blessing to me in the short time that we've known each other, but I look forward to working with you a lot more in the future. Fantastic. Have a great day and thank you for your time, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Fantastic, Lisa. We're done.